Just because we're socially distancing this holiday season doesn't mean the insects are. Give the gift of bug bite relief with Bite Away, the FDA-cleared, chemical-free, sustainable treatment for those pesky insect bites and stings you can't stop itching. This little device heats up and relieves the itchiness and swelling from insect bites and stings with just one application. Get 20% off in December. Visit TakeTheBiteAway.com and enter code GIFT20 at checkout. That's GIFT20 at TakeTheBiteAway.com. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day. I tell you what, I'm thanking God for what the Lord is doing. Amen. Uh, We went to uh, the Quillen homegoing, Brother Quillen homegoing on last week, and uh, I Forgot to tell everybody during uh, that Thursday that you can still catch the broadcast, amen, without seeing me on Facebook just by putting in the radio. And uh, But we are back today, and I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God for uh, Minister Casey. I just heard his broadcast earlier, uh, him and his brothers. Uh, uh, we thank God for... Everything that God is doing, I thank God for my brother, uh, Dr. Brunswick. Brother Brunswick, amen, uh, there at 15 Blaylock Street. I'm telling you, you need to make your way out there. Amen. Quit making up excuses. Go and see. I kind of think that we get in uh, the picture that we say, uh, well, that ain't what I'm used to doing, but guess what? Maybe it's not what you're used to doing, but try it and see. It may be a blessing to you, amen, and uh, the Lord might uh, give you a new revelation while you're praying, while you're listening to that which is being taught, amen, Uh, and it'll be a blessing to you to receive new revelation, and then you come and search it out in the Scripture, Weigh it out. I'm not telling you to take his uh, advice uh, and that it's it's always right. We all are striving to obey God. And it may be something that you really, really need that you are missing. And because you are missing it, then that may be the time to receive something. So this Saturday, this Sabbath, 
Amen. Saturday, Sabbath, ever how you want to put, uh, make your way out at 1130 into prayer and, and go to the altar. And, you know, the good part about it, he, he got it set up that you can have public prayer or you can have private prayer, you know, and that's a good thing. You can go in the room, amen, in, in the, the divider, rather, and be able to pray privately if you want to. If you don't, you know, you can pray publicly. You can still go to the altar or whatever. So here's what we're saying. Make your way out to 15 Blaylock Street there in Hapeville. If you need any, any more information, please call me. We thank God for those of you that have tuned in. Amen. I promise you now. I don't get messages that I feel that it's going to be a one and a two uh, because usually, now this is the truth, I got this message uh, when I right before I got to the radio station that God put it on my heart, but it's a message that I believe. I'm going to try to get it all in today, but I'm, I, I just almost can tell you that it's going to have to be a part two. Uh, to this, and I'm not, I don't try to follow this person or do what that person's uh, do or whatever. I just try to obey God. But this message that the Lord have put on my heart today is really a serious thing because it shown me me. A lot of times we always can see everybody else, but we don't see us. And when we don't see us, we have a tendency of missing out on the direction that God would have for us to do. We first need to look at self and examine self. And when you don't examine self, then how in the world, because I'm telling you folks, we looking at uh, all the religion. A friend of mine was telling me about how many hundreds of religion that popped up just in the Atlanta metro area. Can you imagine the state of Georgia? Can you imagine the state of South Carolina, North Carolina? Uh, could you imagine the United States in a whole? How many new revelation, as they call it, new religion, new this, new that? You can, we can go through this, and our mind it will be mind-boggling, okay? But I think we're missing one thing. And I had to come to me first. So what I'm telling you, it came to me first. Uh, let's pray and let's get going. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I thank you for just allowing Emmanuel to call me out of sins, to convict me, to cause me to be that vessel that you're going to use in these last and evil days. I ask you to keep me. Father, that I may go forth and stand on your word even the more as never before as the time come near. And I ask you to bless those that are listening, that they may not sit in judgment, but they may listen according to your word and allow your word to convict their heart that they may go forth to be the vessels that you have chose and called to be. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In the name of Emmanuel, I pray. Amen and amen. 
I tell you what, we thank God for you, you, and especially you. I would like to give a shout out to those that have came on our um, uh, Facebook, but it's sad the Lord ain't blessed me with eyesight to see that far uh, without, because uh, I'm what they call nearsighted. So I can see things way off, but little bit of stuff, I can see it right close up. But however, we thank God for you, and we thank God for those of you that have tuned in uh, to hear a word from the Lord. And I believe that we have a word from the Lord. Amen. I, I was thanking God for what God was doing for me. Today, I want to start reading at the 20th chapter of the book of Matthew. The 20th chapter and around the 25th verse. And it goes, and it reads as follows. But Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know that the prince of the Gentiles excuse dominate over them, and they that are great execute authority upon them. But I shall, but it shall not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, among you, let him be the servant. The, I'm sorry, the messenger. And whatsoever will be the chief among you, let him become the servant. All right? Right there, I'm going to stop there for just a couple of minutes. And the reason I'm going to stop there because it's that's where I'm taking the thought from. That's where the thought came to me as God began to allow me to look at myself and to look at others. And the thought I want to leave with you today, the Lord have called you to be a servant. The Lord have called you of the Most High or Yahshua or I don't care what name. I'm talking about from the scriptures. Okay? Jesus, the Lord, the creator, the word, uh, the word that became flesh, okay, have called you for such a time as this to be a servant to his people. Now, when we look at the world, the world we look at the, the, the church world, we going pathetic. Uh, we just totally out of order. We doing everything except being that servant. We are no different from the world that we can look around us and see people. Now, let's look at a couple of things there so I can get you to see what I'm talking about, okay? When you look at uh, the... Uh, sports players. Now, the sports players, what they do when they're young and young, whether they're male or female, they grow and they try to perfect whatever sport it is, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, whatever. They play it in high school trying to get a scholarship. Well, when they get a scholarship, the ultimate goal is to make it into the pros. And once they get into the pros, the ultimate uh, goal is to make it 
a championship. Get them a championship. Now, that's what uh, in the sports world. I don't care what sport you name. I, uh, like I said, when I was way, 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 way back, I wasn't good enough to get into the regular pros, but I was excited about soccer. I had learned that at uh, 18 years old, and I was happened to be on the West Coast, and I was learning, trying to get it, and I was seeing, man, some of these people, they had been handling balls ever since they were kids. And uh, they were so good with their feet. They was acting like the hands. So I couldn't even make first screen. I had to make second screen goalie. And at that time, the position was right wing. They done changed the position names and so on and so on. But the ultimate goal was to get into the pros. If you get into the pros, you got status, you got financial you got everything. Why? Because you done made the ultimate goal of where you were trying to get to. Now, when you look at the movie stars, I know some of you going to say, well, why are you talking about a movie star, brother? Where? And we as saints that God don't need to be dwelling on them things. Well, I got to break it in because a movie star, because we got some people, they seeking out to be in uh, movie stars, especially uh, here in the metro area now that we have um, uh, a lot of movies uh, came here, uh, television programs and stuff, Heat of the Night, way back they started, they came down in right, uh, what is that, uh, Kanye's. Uh, it was, yeah, it was either Kanye's or Covington one. It wasn't far down the road. Uh, but they came and they started filming and made it look like they were supposed to have been in Mississippi, but they really was right down the road. Um, so the ultimate goal for a person that's in the movies, uh, get uh, a movie uh, production picture, uh, uh, a part of the movie that is being played is to show for their acting ability, and they do it by saying, "We, uh, I'm good enough. Man, if I'm good enough to play this part, pretty soon I can win an Oscar. So they seek after trying to win, whether it be an Oscar or some other award, but they want to win an award. And the reason they want to win this because now doors come open that they didn't have. And when these doors come open that they didn't uh, have at the time, now they're able to move forward in uh, the movie industry. Now, all that's good, but what about us? We are called. Now, I know we got so many words that we use, uh, but I'll just a few of them. Uh, will we be called believers? We say, I'm not a Christian, I'm a believer, because the Bible told me that uh, I believe the scriptures and so on and so on, and that's good. And nowhere in the Bible it told me to be a Christian. Now, that person that's a Christian that called themselves a Christian, they doing the same thing. They supposed to be doing the same thing, I should say that. They should supposed to be saying, I was chosen by God. 
I was chosen by him. He didn't choose me. I, cho- I, I didn't chose him. He chose me. He convicted me. I repented of my sins. And after I repented of my sins, I ascribed to live according to the word of God. So whether you call yourself a Christian, a believer, a saint, uh, whatever you want, a, a, a brother, a sister that's in the way, okay, whatever you want to put on your, your title, this is what you are saying, that the Lord have called you to be a servant. He have called you out of sin. So therefore, since he loved at you so much, and he loved at you from the foundation of the world, that therefore you can say, I am a believer chosen by God to do the work for God. But when you look around at the, at the believers, Christian, whatever, we're going to say peoples of God for your sake. Uh, you can put whatever title you want on it. If you think I'm in error, then just pray for me, okay? Pray that God open up my understanding. But when you put your, your name and say that I am whatever you want to be, a Christian, whatever you want to be, a believer, whatever you want to be, uh, you was called to cho- you was called to be a servant of the most high, of the one that created you. Your life should be so much different from anybody else that's just say it was called. In other words, you it's a different it's supposed to be a different between you and everybody else. Now we're living in a time that everybody trying to copy everybody else. You're afraid to be different. You're afraid to stand up and say, God have called me or whoever, whether you want to call him Jehovah, whether you want to call me Manuel, whether you want to call him whatever, whoever have called you to be different, to be a light to those that's walking in darkness. Peoples cannot get converted because of our lifestyle, that we are going to be a hindrance to so many people. We are going to be in a position that we are going to drive more peoples away than the people that we really are helping people. We, we dislike one another because you believe one thing and I believe something else. You say, but brother, well, you must be ain't never read the scripture. The scripture say that it, it's going to be a division. The scripture teaches you that. But wait a minute. What have you brought to the table? What have you went all out? Say, God, I appreciate you calling me. So I myself need to be different. I'm not going to worry about what Mary Sue, what Sally Sue, what Sister Walt, what Brother Bummer be, and all the other names that you can come up with, I'm going to be different. And the reason I'm going to be different because I appreciate you for calling me. I, I, I think it's so sad that we're being called to be that servant, but yet we want people to serve us. We are not concerned about really serving the people. Uh, showing forth that Christ is that done made a difference in your life. You're not concerned about that. You're more concerned about people's looking at you and saying, 
Oh, look at sister so-and-so. Now you can't call her sister. You got to call her evangelist. You got to call her apostle. You got to call her this and up that. Same way about you brothers. Now, we'll get in an argument and we'll say, sister, uh, you show me in the scripture where God called a woman to pastor. The first thing she'll do is get angry with you. And she'll walk away and she'll say, oh, that brother just don't want to receive. So she is not willing to humble herself and neither are you. Now you say, but I just asked her a question. But how did you ask her the question? What was your purpose for asking her the question or for allowing her to see that? Because, see, when we uh, begin to go forth in these, these different peoples, as I said, the movie star, they dealing in the movie. They dealing in a, a, a young movie star coming up. They will they will go to a young uh, uh, Afro American will go to Denzel and say, "Look, how did you get this? And how did you get do that?" Or uh, some of the sisters will go to others uh, actors, and I can't call the names of these actors because I, I I don't know them, but. They, would, they wouldn't condemn, even though they might have made movies that they totally uh, disagree with. But they wanted to find out, I need to get an Oscar. So I need to know what I do. The person that's called to be an athlete, they change their diet. You ain't got to put out and say, you need to do this, you need to do that. The coach will say, look, if you're going to be on our team, you can't smoke, you can't be drinking. And then you still got some of the people that will do this stuff very little, but they'll do it and yet try to perform and they can't get the best performance out of it. So in order to be that which God, I'm sorry, to be that which the coach have chosen you to be, then you got to be willing to separate yourself. You can't hang out all night. You can't do this. You can't do that. And in not doing those things, then you will become that athlete trying to make it to the top. And once they get in the pros, some people's, you know, I know uh, two, three people's personally that I knew them in high school, and they went from high school to, to college, and they got from college and went to the draft, and, and they became sports, uh, high, you know, popular. But in the midst of it, because they didn't have their head on right, because they didn't have the, the, the ability to go, and once they got all of the money, then they couldn't perform and be what they wanted to be. So this is what's killing us today, believers. We are not being the servant that God has called you to be. Now, what you mean you are called to be? Well, when we talk about leadership, okay, let me just go back and get some scriptures so I can back up what I'm saying that it's just not Brother Ware's opinion. It's just what I'm reading in the Bible. And when I read it in the Bible, then I want you to understand that uh, if you want to be the top of your game, this is what you got to do. Now, uh, Moses, I think every one of us that familiar with Moses, we would consider him to be a great leader. Now, we will say, you know, this, he this, he that, but we can say, yeah, he had downfalls, but one thing about what the scripture said, 
in, in the 12th chapter of the book of Numbers, in around the third verse, it says, Now the man Moses, not God, not this, but the man, the man Moses, was a very meek, oh, was very meek? No, 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 he had to be, uh, he had to be hard, do this, do that, do that, be a good leader. No, 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 the man Moses, according to the scripture, okay, uh, was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's going contrary to what we said to say today. These preachers, these people that saying they lead us, they got to be all oh, this and all oh, that. Oh, that, you know, that, you just follow my instruction. Do what I tell you to do. And then if you do what I tell you to do, then you will be all right. But no, no, no. Moses said, you know what? I'm going to obey God. And when it comes to the peoples, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to do this. And I, 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 I caught myself getting in position to try to prove stuff to people. And I begged away and I said, Lord, help me. I want to be that leader that you're going to use in these last and evil days. So if I'm going to be the leader that God wants to use, then I got to submit myself to the word of God just like uh Moses did. Moses submitted himself to the word of God, and as he submitted himself to the word of God, then God began to bless him. Now, I might not never get the crowd that Moses had, that he had to lead, and, and he had to do this, and he had to do that, but he did. But wait a minute. How about David? When David was chosen by God in the 13th chapter in the 14th verse, this is what the scripture says. And, and I'm going to go on break when I read this and I'll come back on it. Uh, but now the kingdom which is to not, the kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be a captain over his people because Thy has not kept that which the Lord commanded you. Other words, Saul, it's time for you to check out. You know why? Because you ain't doing it. Well, I'm going to go on break. I'll be right back in a couple of minutes, and we're going to take up with David. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Will. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Well, we're back. Amen. I'm not going to be able to finish this like I said. I thought I was. I, I done went too slow already. But we, as she said, is, the number is 404 uh, Question or comment. Um, uh, that's 404-355-8699. Question or comment. And we would like for you that know somebody that's not listening. How about if you love me enough to just tell them to tune into the broadcast or they could go on YouTube and put it in and listen or they can go on our website, brotherjamesware.org. And to those of you that we uh, receive letters from, uh, uh, requests from, and matter of fact, I got some more requests that we got to send out some books. Amen. We thank God for those of you as well. But we do want to hear from our uh, people that's listening to us to know how we can do better or how we can perfect it better to be a blessing to those that are not saved. Amen. Because you might have a better insight. But however... Today I'm dealing with the Lord have called you to be a servant. I know that, man, as I said earlier, we are living in a time now that, man, people, everybody wants you to respect them. We got church popping up left and right on this end and that end. We got people wanting to start churches. And, and if God is leading them, who am I to say different? But a lot of people are doing it because they're trying to be somebody. And, and, and being somebody to people, folks, it ain't going to matter once you get stressed out in front of that, uh, in front of the altar. Amen. When you're in the casket or before you get to the casket, it, it ain't going to matter there. Nothing going to matter. Only what you did for the Lord and the way that you did it. Is going to uh, count because if you did it the wrong way, it's not going to matter because it will be stubble or hate. It will be burnt up. And, and I'm telling you, just as David, as I was saying before we went on break, David was chosen because he was a man after God's own heart. He wanted to spend time with God. He wanted to uh, love the Lord for what the Lord was doing in his life. See, we want to prove to somebody who we is. Instead of saying, Lord, I just want to be your servant. I just want to be that vessel fit for your use. Whether I win a hundred or whether I win one, I want to be sincere enough, God, that I can lead that person to know that you direct me. And a lot of times we can't do that only because of the fact that we caught up on self. We got to do it the way you say, well, I know God told me. Yeah. Okay. If God told you, how come we can get so angry? How come we can get so frustrated at one another because you are not doing what I want you to do? As David, when Saul, and listen to me, believers, and when Saul was had disobeyed God and the Lord said, I sought out a man 
uh, when Samuel went to anoint for David a king, uh, uh, went to anoint, went to Jesse's house to anoint for a king. Uh, Samuel was looking at who would look good as a king because, you know, when they chose Saul, that's what they did. They went on looks as well as even though he was anointed to be a prophet as well. But the main thing, Saul was bigger than anybody. He stood head and shoulders above all. So no doubt that was in the back of Samuel's mind. I got to go get a man that stand up in a beyond above everybody else. So he began to look at uh, Jesse boys. He knew that God had sent him there, but he was looking at the outward man. Oh, brothers and sisters, so many of you are doing the same thing today. We're looking at the outward man. We are not being the servant in order that God could get the glory. Oh, you say, well, I, we had a little chase service, and oh, God moved. But then 30 minutes later, you're lying. 30 minutes later, you're getting upset because calling somebody a dummy or whatever because they pull out in front of you. 30 minutes later, from this powerful service that you say God called, that God moved, that God really touched you, you're having problems right in your own home with your husband and your wife. Now, if you're doing these things, how in the world, believers, can you say that you're a servant of God? David, God chose him as a servant that was a leader. And, 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 and he said, what, I'm choosing somebody not, don't look at the outward stature. No, I know you would like to look at that. And I know that outward stature look good, but no, no, no. I want you to look after the heart. I done chose this first. Now, since God chose David and anointed David to be the king, David did not. He hadn't three times I know he could have took over the king, could have took it for Saul. I'm supposed to be the king. That's what we would have did. Now, we might not admit it, but we would have really said, oh, I suppose God done anointed me to be the king. And Saul had the audacity to, try to, to search out the mean to try to kill me. He must be don't know who I am. But David declared, touch not my anointed. Don't touch God's anointed one. See, a lot of people done took that scripture and they just invented all out of shape. Everybody that's called of God that have come, repented of your sins, I want you to know you are anointed by God. It ain't no such thing as the preacher got a bigger anointing than you got, this preacher got. We have manipulated people. When you submit yourselves as a servant to the Almighty God, then God will begin to use you. Listen to me. Let's go a little further. Let me give you another, because I'm already back behind. I'm going to have to do a one and a part two. Uh, 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 you know, the, like I say, the Lord just opened this up to me today when I got to the station. I just started. Okay? Came all the way from South Carolina, didn't have nothing. I say, God, I don't even know where to start at. I'm asking you to bless me. And the Lord began to show me me first. James, where is you a servant of mine? Why is it that you are trying to do this or do that and you get upset at this and get upset at that and still are submitting 
to what I told you to do. And in the 11th chapter of the book of Matthews. Now, when we look at this again, we say, oh, I can't believe this. Let's, let's, let's look. In the 11th chapter and uh, the 11th verse, and he said unto them, what man shall there be among you that shall be, shall have one sheep? No, that ain't what I want to, I must be in 12. I want to be in 11. Okay. Uh, forgive me. Uh, in 11, 11 is where I'm going. 11, 11 say, Verily I say unto you, among them that is born of a woman, there has not raised a greater than John the baptizer. Oh, wait a minute. You mean to tell me, Lord, Elijah? You mean to tell me Daniel, Obadiah, Hosea, uh, and this and that and on and on? You mean to tell me? Now, let's go back and let's check out uh, John the baptizer. John the baptizer was a man that wore camel's hair. He didn't have no clothing ring. You know, he didn't, he didn't have the three-piece suit. He didn't have the, well, back then they weren't having suit, but they were wearing robes. So John the Baptist didn't have the pretty long robe with gold around it and, and look at this, and his diet was special. His diet was honey and locusts. And, his, and, and, uh, I'm sorry, and John the Baptist was totally different, and he cried against sin. He wasn't trying to get popularity contest. He lost his head only because a jealous, uh, 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 um, the word I'm trying to say mischievous woman wanted him dead because he said it's wrong to have your brother's wife. It's wrong for you to be uh, married to your brother's wife. Okay? So, therefore, John the Baptist lost his head at an early age. But the Lord, and we know he can't lie, and, and he didn't do no miracles. He didn't rain down fire from heaven. He didn't raise up nobody from the natural death. He raised up many souls unto the Lord because he began to say, even when, listen to me now, even John the Baptist got in a state that he began to doubt when they locked him up. And sometimes we know there's ups and downs, but how is it that we say that we are loving God and we don't realize I'm a servant? He said, now, wait a minute, I'm, and, and this brother, we're paraphrasing, you know, Lord, I was out doing what you told me to do. I spoke on what you told me to speak on, and, and I, I called out the sin for what you called me, told me to do, and I wasn't doing it for a popularity contest, Lord. I was doing it because I, you put it in my heart to see. See, when, when we do things according to the word of God, trust me, believers, it is not going to add up to what the world say. But our attitude got to be right. Listen, you don't see John getting angry. John just wanted to know the only thing when his disciples came to him and started saying, look here, John, uh, uh, bruh, and this brother, we're putting it in his way. Uh, bruh, look at him. You, you, you saying that just Jesus, uh, you saying uh, Emmanuel, you saying that him, him, he was Emmanuel, that was spoken by Emmanuel in the Old Testament. Now you're saying that, and he drinking and eating with sinners. And 
you sure that's the right one? And John said, well, yeah, I think it is. But, but he began to doubt because he was locked up, because he was no longer free. So he said, well, I tell you what, go, go find out. Go ask him, is he the one or shall we look for another? Wait a minute, John, you're the one that saw him. Then when you laid eyes on him, you say, behold, the Lamb of God. Uh, first, uh, 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 St. John, the first chapter, 29th verse. Behold, the Lamb of God that come to take away the sins of the world. So wait a minute. Now all of a sudden you're down. You're down because things is not going the way you want them to go or others done put other things in your way. Other people can put doubt in you. Oh, brothers and sisters, we let other people control us so bad. And still are we obeying God for such a time as this. If there ever was a time that we needed to obey God, now is the time. You need to be that servant that God have called you to be. Somebody to say, well, I think I am serving. Now, are you really? Or are you serving your uh, denomination or your organization or your own selves? A lot of people are saying they're serving God, but they, they, they just so uh, uh, bent on trying to prove to somebody else that God called them and God chose them and still are submitting themselves to the will of God. And when you don't submit yourself to the will of God, you don't see the other mess. You want to justify it in, within yourself. Now, when I look at, let's go a little further at the leadership. Like I say, John, John was the leader. He was that leader that he was greater than all of the rest of the leaders. And I don't see nothing he did but did what? Became the servant of the Lord. That's what he did. He became the servant of the Lord. Now we finna get on other people because listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. We're living in a time now preachers is preachers and brotherings and, and sisters and uh, uh, church folk. We can't even show forth an example of what the marriage that God ordained. Yes, yes, I try to stay away from it because guess what? See, I was married for 38 years and lost my wife three years ago. And I said, well, I'm not worthy to preach on this. But the Lord said, now is the time. You need to let people know how to be a servant to a husband. No, I don't have a wife now or, or nothing. But I want you to know that God have called for such a time as this. Now, he gave us an example. You say, wait a minute, what example he gave you? He gave us an example in the scripture that we can all back up and, and such. And you know what? I'm going to back up. and Oh, sister, I, I ain't going to get to you today. I promise you, though, I'll be there tomorrow, uh, if the Lord say the same next Thursday, except he come or I don't, I, I transform uh, to go to sleep, to wake up in the judgment. Trust me, because the Lord none gave this to me this time. This is not Brother Ware. This is not uh, my own thing. Too many preachers, too many people, too many people that saying they saved and love the Lord and they getting divorces and remarried like it ain't nothing. 
Yes, I'm telling you, it's too many of them doing it. Now, it, they act like it's just something to do. They, uh, oh, there ain't nothing but the devil. The man say the woman is the devil. The woman say the man is the devil. And in essence, what they're doing, they're justifying themselves in the sight of one another, in the sight of others, not in the sight of the Lord. Because, see, God gave us an example, brothering. I got to deal with you first because the Bible, we always want to jump on the sister. I'm, I'm not going to leave the sisters out, but now ain't the time to do it. I got to deal with the men because God called you to be the head. God called you to be the example. And this stuff that these preachers are telling these people is not right. You cannot do. You got to understand, and I'm going to give you scripture that God said himself that you got to forgive. Seventy times seven. Oh, you got to have a forgiving heart. And then if you cannot forgive, if you can't find it in you, then guess what? He says that, look, uh, you go ahead on and you allow that person. You leave them alone, but stay unmarried. Now, to that one that say, but wait a minute, brother, where uh, I, I was faithful, I was this and I was that, and all of a sudden, this uh, woman, brothering, because like I said, I'm dealing with the woman. This woman decided to run away. She decided. Now, that is a different story. When we get in the seventh chapter of the book of Corinthians, you'll see Paul made a godly decision. Say, guess what? Look at him. Uh, if she leave, a brother or sister is not under bondage. As long as you were doing the right thing. Because, see, we can always show that we're doing the right thing in the sight of man. But brothers, your heart can be so wrong. Your direction can be so wrong because, see, we can be mean. We can be uh, self-centered so bad till we want to drive a person away just because we've seen somebody else that maybe now looks a little better, maybe saying a few words that you ain't getting from the wife so therefore, in the church, now you forgetting about God that called you to be a, a servant. You can't be a servant, brothers, if you keep switching wise. No, ma'am. No, sir. You can't do it. You can't do it you, because God started off and he gave you. You say, but brother, well, you don't know what to do. Listen to me. When you start reading from the book of uh, Hosea. You say, Hosea? Yeah, from the book of Hosea. I'm coming in the New Testament, but I got to be on my ground. First of all, it says, Hosea, the first chapter, and the second verse. Now, I just got this today. I'm being obedient to God. It's time for preach preachers especially to quit this stuff that they are doing in these churches, divorcing and remarrying, and nobody saying nothing about it right in the midst of, and then we are justifying and talking about, well, I'm not going to judge God. I'm not going to judge God's anointing. No, ma'am, it ain't me judging. It's the scripture. You got to obey the scripture. If you obey the scriptures, you say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, ma. You don't understand, brother, well, uh, I, I tried to do. Well, let's get to the scripture. Then I'm going to come on up to that. In the book of Hosea, the first chapter and the second uh, verse, it says, uh, In the being of the word of the Lord 
by Hosea. In other words, the Lord of the, the word came to Hosea, uh, but the Lord said unto Hosea, Go and take upon thee a wife of Hodom, and children's of Hodom. Wait a minute. Wife of Hodom? Children? She didn't have now when she got married. When you read this book, I, I can't go through it, but you can read it. She didn't have them. So she went and got children of Hodom. She went out and brought children in the house, and he became a babysitter while she began to do what she wanted to do. Now, in our society today, oh, brother, well, the Bible says you can put her away except it be for fornication. So if she commit fornication, no, 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 brotherings. That's not true. She can't commit fornication if she married to you. That's adultery. Well, it's sexual immorality. You know we don't got so smart. Now, we fix it up. But then when I go and tell you what Jesus said, how that Jesus said in, in, uh, in the book of Matthews, then what you going to do with that? How you going to get around that? You say, well, uh, uh, well, what did Jesus say then, Brother Ware? Uh, uh, I don't understand what you're talking about. I just know if she did me wrong, then I, I, I'm not stunning. No, 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 no. The servant. Now, when you're a servant, here's what Jesus told the servant. In Matthew, I'm going back to Hosea. I'm not through with that, but Hosea, I mean, Matthews, Matthews, the 18th chapter, and around the 19th verse, it says, Again, I say unto you, that is, if there is any two, of you shall agree on earth, touching and, wait a minute, touching anything. Hold up. You mean to tell me you're in a messed up marriage, and you are a saint, you are a believer, you are this or whatever, you're in a messed up marriage, and you can't get one person that believe with you that can say that we're going to put this devil to flight. I refuse to allow the devil to tear my home. I refuse to allow. Don't tell me that God can't keep it. Don't tell me that God can't get the victory. Amen. What I'm saying is if you can just get two that agree on anything, all right, touching and agreeing uh, on anything, and they shall act, whatever they should act, okay, it shall be done for them that are in my, uh, for them are my Father which is in heaven. God want to glorify. He want to see people seeing the anointing of God. When we become the servant of God and quit looking at what others have said and what others have did, then things can be different. But we so caught up. Oh, I can't believe you did that to me. Oh, I can't believe. Let's go on. It says, uh, 19, uh, 20th verse says, For where two or three are gathered together uh, in my name, there I'm in the midst of them. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you're saying God is in the midst and you don't got a brother Brothering, like I say, I ain't got to the system. I ain't going to be able to get to them the next week if the Lord say the same. Okay, but you don't got uh, in that position and you don't say you can't find another man that I want to bring this to the throne of God. 
I want to allow the throne of God to, uh, to, to intervene on this relationship because of the fact that I want to see God move. I want God to be glorified more so than James Ware. I want God to be glorified. So what if you're looking like a little diamond? You're looking like you've been used. You're not, but God's going to get the glory. That's one thing about the Lord. When you become that servant, when serving him means more than anything else, then, okay, then after you understand this, well, i tell you what, I'm going to have to stop it right there. Oh, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, this straight off the press. Only thing I say is tune in on next week because uh, my time running out, and I wanted, I thought I was going to at least complete the men. But brethren, you want to be that man of God, be that servant of God. It's too long, too many brethren trying to prove how great they are. And then if they don't be validated enough, they get a bunch of silly women. That's what the Bible says. Get silly women and they establish churches. And then so the woman will feel right. I'm pastoring the church, but he my overseer. You don't find that. Now, you do find sisters in the home praying and doing this, but you don't find this stuff that we're coming up with. Well, I, I, I wish I can go further, but my time don't run out. Amen. And unless God bless me with some more time, I'm going to have to come back on next week. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you in that which you have led me to begin to talk on. I pray that you allow me to complete this that it might be a blessing to know that truly we are servants called and chosen by you. And our reward is to come, not to rejoice and, and, and be as the world, but be example of light to those that's walking in darkness. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers. Pray for Brother Webb that I do make it back because I know the devil don't want you to know the truth. There are some things that you're doing. It is not uh, according to the will of God. If you do what God have called and chose you to do, don't worry about the. I don't worry about the reward on here. Only thing I did, I, I wrote a couple of little old books so that my children and my grandchildren, because I don't have money to leave them, but I have uh, something to leave them that will cause their life to be rich. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about them walking in truth. So is that I am with you. Looking forward to seeing you or hearing you or tuning in with you on next week. Or you can catch me Saturday, this coming Sabbath at 12 noon. Amen. I will be. I won't be on this, but I'll be on uh, Facebook. I'm telling you. Uh, 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. I want to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Cozy up for the holidays with 60% off everything at Banana Republic Factory, including soft sweaters, comfy pajamas, must-have gifts, and more from $9.99. Find your nearest store now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Get 50 through 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Plus, shop new doorbusters for the family, including outerwear, jeans, and our Gap Logo Crew Neck sweatshirt. Find it all at Gap Factory or GapFactory.com through December 14th. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 